everyone. Welcome to the second season of For the Love of Books podcast, featuring Indian small press authors with host Emma Pulova. As we keep rocking this futuristic year 2022, we're going to have a blast. Today, I will be chatting with author Renee Miku about her book, I Think My Teacher Needs a Hug Today, with characters Kay and Mrs. Koo. I kind of feel like Mrs. Koo today. I think I need a hug. At the end of the interview, Renee will announce the details of her book giveaway. Renee Miku has worked as an early childhood educator for over 20 years as a teacher and administrator. Renee holds degrees in child development counseling. She is the proud mother of three children and three grandchildren, and she resides in Detroit, Michigan. Welcome, Renee. Thank you. Thank you, Emma. Thank you for having me. It's great to have you here. All right. So the floor is yours. Tell us all about your book. My book, I think my teacher needs a hug today, came about because um, I was in a classroom. And as you read, I've been in a, um, an early childhood educator and I was a teacher for hmm, about 12 years. And so I took um, all of, not all of them, but most of the experiences I've had in the classroom and I put them in a story. And um, how it came, it really came about was because my mom was, ha um, she had got diagnosed with lung cancer. And so I was having a bad day. But, you know, you don't tell the children you're having a bad day. You go to try work and try to work it out anyway because you want to be there for them. And so I guess one of my babies could sense I was having a bad day and he just came up and gave me a hug. And so I took all of those things that happens throughout the course of my um, teaching and I said, OK, I'm going to make this book. And so that's how it came about. Excellent. How long did you... Did it take from the initial process, from the idea to the final publication and getting it on the market in front of the readers? It took a total of two years. Yeah, two years. I started, um, I wrote it and I put it, I bought little books to put it in so I could like have my own um, samples. And so I wrote it and then I sat on it for a minute because I was going through the things with my mom and so it took me after her passing to actually get it out there and before she passed she asked me about it because I had read it to her and my nephew and she asked me about it she was like so what's going on with the book and at the time when she was really sick um I was looking for an illustrator so I was telling her as soon as I find an illustrator I can I will you know move forward so she ended up passing unfortunately before it actually was published but um, I wrote my dedication to her and my nephew Aww. and to all the teachers, the early childhood educators that's out there. So, yes. That is nice. So the two-year time frame, were you comfortable with that? Because I know some authors crank out like four books per year. I find that incredible. So that two-year time frame works for you. So you're planning more books? I am. Um, it did work for me because being a first time author, um, you want to make sure that you're giving something someone wants to read. Like it may, it seemed good for me because of what I was going through. Um, and I read it to my nephew and my mom. And of course they're, they're there to support you. So I didn't feel like maybe they gave me everything, you know, the, the critiques mm -hmm. that maybe needed to be there. So it took time and I rewrote only a few pieces of it, but I made some changes and then 
So in that two years, it did take me and I think I felt good after the two years to say, okay. And once I gave it to my a publisher um, and she was like, oh, she was so excited and she liked it. And as she was reading, she was smiling. So I was like, okay, this, this I may have had something. <laughs> nice. So what do you feel were some of the major challenges in this two year long journey? I call it a journey because I think it is an author's journey. It is. Um, I think some of the challenges were um, just making sure that even though this book had a lot of things that I went through, I wanted to make sure because I had other um, instances in the book, I wanted to make sure that other teachers could relate. And even the children, when I put it together, that they can see themselves in the classroom and that they could relate to some of the things that was happening in the classroom. So um, I think that was my biggest challenge is staying true to that part of the story. Okay, how about the illustrations? How did you go about finding your illustrator and fitting the illustrations with the content? That was a little bit more difficult. Um, well, my daughter, she draws. So <laughs> at first- oh, I was so it's a family affair. Well, oh. no, it did. <laughs> That's how I would have liked it. Um, I, I approached her first and I was like, hey, I have this book. I want you to draw the pictures. And, and I gave her everything and she was doing her own thing. And she finally said, Ma, I have a friend that's drawing uh, that can do the illustrations for you. I don't think I can do them. So um, she went to a school with a young man that was doing illustrations and we connected and he did such a wonderful job. It was funny at first though, because he had never been in an early childhood setting. So when he first did my um, pictures of the classroom, they had chairs, um, desks like the children were in first or second grade. <laughs> so we had, you have to recreate had, the atmosphere. <laughs> yes. I, I said, well, you know, I my assumption, I assumed that he had been in one before. And so I, I did. I sent pictures of classrooms. Um, and it was so funny because I was actually in the airport when he sent me the the proofs and I was like oh my goodness and I had to think of a way to get him the picture so he could move on and so I did I went on the internet found pictures and I sent them to him and he did a great job everything I couldn't have asked for better once we got that ball turning about what the classroom should look like it was easy after that and who is the illustrator would you like to mention his name yes his name is Stephen Elabimi and he uh Again, he went to school with my daughter at Eastern Michigan, and he does illustrate. He does um, illustrations for mm -hmm. books, um, and he's beginning. And it was really nice. Our our relationship started. I was one of his first, and so we we grew together in this process. Okay, so what are your plans? We're still in January. So what are your plans for this exciting year? So my plans. Um, I am working on two books and I have, I'm taking a writer's class right now um, to make sure that I'm um, still on the right track and that you can always improve what you're doing. And so I wanted to make sure that um, I was improving and staying true to the craft. So I am taking a class right now and I would hope to have one of the two books out before the end of the year. Okay, pretty ambitious. Would you, <laughs> would you like to read to us, Renee? Yes, I would. <laughs> okay. 
my book, I Think My Teacher Needs a Hug Today by Renee McCool and illustrated by Stephen Elabini. When I arrived at school today, I said, hi, Miss Cool," And she smiled and said, hi, Kai. Then Taniqua came in and said, and Miss Cool said, hi, Taniqua. I'm so excited that you all are here today. And when our parents left, she told them, have a nice day. And we waved goodbye. During greeting time, Maeve's mom came in and yelled at Miss Cool. She said it was too cold for us to go outside yesterday. I don't understand why she is mad at Miss Cool. I like going outside. Miss Cool looks sad. I think she needs a hug today. During breakfast time, while we were passing the juice, Charles snatched the carton away from Crystal. It spilled all over him and the table. Miss Cool helped him clean it up. And then Marlon poured so much milk in his bowl of cereal that it overflowed onto the table and on his clothes. Miss Cool had to call his mother because he didn't have a change of clothes. And Miss Cool looked frustrated. I think she needs a hug today. At large group time, when Dale and Kevin kept running around the room, and when Miss Cool asked them to join us in head, shoulders, knees, and toes, when Dale fell and bumped his head, he needed a Band-Aid, and I think Miss Cool needs a hug today. At small group time, we were making Play-Doh birthday cakes. Janae wanted more candles, so she took Taniqua's candles, and Taniqua began to cry. Miss Cool looked like she wanted to cry. I think she needs a hug today. Then Miss Cool was called to the principal's office. When she returned, she was mumbling something and she did not look happy. I think Miss Cool needs a hug today. In the black area, Anthony started throwing bean bags while Miss Cool and Centres were building a house with the magnetic blocks. Then the bean bag knocked down their house and one hit Miss Cool in the head. I think Miss Cool needs a great big hug today. Usually during outside time when we play dinosaurs, Miss Cool would catch us and eat us for dinner. Today, she did not catch any of us. I think Miss Cool might be hungry. And at lunchtime, while Miss Cool was helping Loris put spaghetti on his plate, Thomas put all the pineapples in his bowl and the rest of us did not get any pineapples. Miss Cool did not look happy when she saw the empty bowl. Miss Cool went to the kitchen to get more pineapples. I think she needs a hug today. At nap time, Kimberly and Charles were jumping on their cots. Kendall was crying. Tanya stood on the table and shouted, I want my mama. And Miss Cool stood in the middle of the room and said, I want my mama too. Everyone got on their cots. I think Miss Cool needs a mama hug today. At snack time, we had hummus and no one wanted to eat the hummus. Miss Cool asked everyone to try the hummus, but they just said, yuck, yuck, it's nasty. Miss Cool tried the hummus. I don't think she liked hummus. I think she needs a big hug today. At dismissal time, I told Miss Cool bye and gave her a great big bear hug. Then everyone joined in and gave her a big group hug. She smiled and hugged us back. Miss Cool said, see you tomorrow. Thank you. Very nice. Also, one more question for you. What is one of the most interesting things that has ever happened to you during an in-person author event? Like, let's say for me, one of the most interesting things were at the Ann Arbor Holiday Art Show when you stepped up on that. 
say that was that was my first event that was my first in person because um, my book actually came out during the pandemic in 2020 and so that was actually my first event so that whole experience for me was a wonderful experience um you asking me to be on a podcast I would have never thought um I I forgot some things I was looking, I was like, I didn't make a sign to tell anyone how much my book cost. I had to handwrite it and just being able to watch and see what the other authors were doing. And I can say next time I'll be a little bit more prepared. No, no, you were good. But, yeah. <laughs> so tell us how much is your book and where can people get it? My book is on Amazon it's on Bar and Barnes and Nobles. On Amazon is $11.99. Um, and, and Barnes and Nobles, there's a hard copy that came out um, later after my soft copy. And that one is $20.99. And um, I think that was, was that it? <laughs> okay. And how about your target market? Is it good for, I guess, parents, teachers, and kids? Yes, actually, I've had every um, parents, teachers, um, the children, I've actually had a well welcome from everyone. I was targeting um, the preschool age children and their teachers. Um, I wanted people to understand that we are more, um, a lot of people call us babysitters and mm -hmm. we do so much more. more. And so um, that was kind of two behind the book was to let people know our days are so much more than just babysitting. There's learning and there's mishaps, but at the end of the day, um, we still come back because we do have those days and we still come back because we, for the love of the children and they give us something and we give them something in return. You have a job to do, an important <laughs> yeah. one, right? So what yeah. all do you do for, to market your book? Because that's one of the most, uh, one of the many questions I get asked, what do you do to market your book? Well, I started off, um, of course, on Facebook. I did a couple of Facebooks. I've been putting together a website. It's not quite up and ready, but I've been working on that and um, trying to get out again because of the pandemic. It's been really hard, but I've had when um, I've had a couple of groups bought, purchase um, a number of my books. And so when they purchase them, I've done Zoom calls and read the book over Zoom to the okay. children and read them mm -hmm. together. Um, and then, of course, the Ann Arbor Fair, I went to that. And I'm looking towards once the um, pandemic really picks, well, goes away, um, I would like to go into schools more and read my books to children in the schools. Um, one thing um, a young lady told me, she said, you know, I read your book. And she said, I thought it was good. She said, but when I heard you read your book, I had a whole new percep perception of the book. And so I think, um, and I, I, I thanked her for that. And also just the thought of, because those were my experiences, I think maybe they come off, you know, a little different than you, the person that's reading it, even if you really like it, but those were my experiences. And so I think I give them life. And so I want to be able to give the children that same experience when I'm reading to them. Okay. So would you like to announce the details of your book giveaway, Renee? Yes. Um, I, you can send um, an email to Preschool Etiquette, P-R-E-S-C-H-O-O-L-E-T-I-Q-U-E. 
E-T-T-E at gmail.com. And that's again, preschool etiquette at gmail.com. Okay. And before we do our parting shots, I would like to thank our sponsors, Doc Chavant and Digital Quill Services for Writers with author Colleen Nye. Renee, give us your parting shots. You go first. You're my guest. I would just like to say thank you so much for having me on. Um, it was nice meeting you at the fair and I look forward to sharing and hopefully coming on again to share my new experiences. But um, as always, please, if you uh, teachers, parents, um, if you have a child, a preschool child, um, you can get my book at Amazon and Barnes and Nobles. And I look forward to meeting some of you one day. And we look forward to meeting you in person again and on the show. And my parting shots are buy indie, read indie, and write indie. Keep your fingers on the keyboard and your butt in the chair. Thank you for listening. Goodbye.